It's Morgan. It's Megan. And, and we're, we're in. in. This self-titled club meeting is now in session. Members only, please. If you're listening, you're now a member. Congrats. Welcome. <laughs> cool. <laughs> What's up, friends? It's uh, not Bellet's Talk Day, but it's pretty damn close. <laughs> a whole week later. <laughs> <laughs> the closest we could get on a bi-weekly schedule, all right? Yeah, we looked into it and we were like, oh, it's literally smack dab between two episodes. Cool. Yeah. Well. But Bellet's Talk is pretty important, at least I've noticed in our area. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's important in general, please participate. But like in our area specifically, it's pretty big. So we wanted to do a little highlight on it for you. It's um, Bell Let's Talk. We're like, <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> oh my god. That's uh, gonna be the jingle. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's basically what to expect for this episode. We're gonna talk about Bell Let's Talk, uh, go into a little bit of our own mental health, because it's mental health awareness. That's the whole point of Bell Let's Talk. You know. Um, and then we'll play a little game to like lighten up this kind of weird episode. <laughs> so <laughs> Gosh. So to start it off a little differently, uh, we used to just try to end off the episode with either uh, fuck off hat or goals or we'd start off with a cheers to that. I know that you've noticed it's been a little mixed up. <laughs> we uh, try different things. Yeah. We try to keep it the same so you guys could be on, like, a routine with us, but we realize the routine that we stick to isn't always ideal, so <laughs> we're just going to choose whichever one is more relevant to us when we record, and we're going to do that. So we're probably going to add new ones as we think of them, but for now, all we really have is cheers to that, fuck off hat, and goals. Whoop so whoop. do we have any of those to talk about to start off? I mean, I don't know about you, but I kind of have a cheers that I think applies to everyone here. Oh, I think I have that one, too. Including our listeners at home. Guys, we reached 100 likes on our page. That is so awesome. We're so happy. We're so happy. We were freaking out when we broke 50 and now we're at 110. Like that's. I don't even know how that happens. Absolutely insane. Thank you guys so much. Like we're so happy. We're so ecstatic (laughs) to know that people are actually like listening and this matters even the tiniest bit to anyone else in the world other than us is kind of really weird, but also pretty cool. It's surreal, but it's also really cool that you guys keep liking the page and, like, looking at our faces. That also makes us feel better. That's a weird way to put that. No, but, like... Thanks for looking at my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean because we actually, like, put thought into the posts that we make and, like, mm-hmm. try and keep it creative for you guys. So to know that it's actually, like, you guys actually like the page, that's really awesome. Uh, that being said, if you guys have any feedback for us to make it even better for you guys and get more likes, please let us know. Flap your gums at us. <laughs> Tell us all the things. That was also a weird way to say that. That's uh, when you have your Facebook language set to English pirate and people like <laughs> comment on your stuff. It's like, so-and-so flap their gums at you post. Yeah. So just thank you again, guys. We appreciate you so much. Yeah. So uh, cheers. I don't know if that's going to come across, <laughs> but we tried. 
we haven't done the chairs in so long we sit so much further away from each other yeah lemmer's basement doesn't really accommodate the closeness that we used to have we used to be much closer in our little corner to be fair i could sit on the couch with you but i just really like this lazy boy that chair is pretty sweet this lazy boy was my and it also means that i can just throw all my shit next to me on the couch yeah so like that's chill Yay! Yay! <laughs> cool. So that's fun. Anyway. <laughs> now, Belle, let's talk. Hey. It's Belle, let's talk. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> All right, there you go. I freestyled. Yay! So you feel better? I do. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Um, All right. Okay. So just a little bit about Bell Let's Talk. Uh, I don't think we've said it enough yet. Bell Let's Talk. <laughs> let's yeah. talk about Bell. <laughs> okay, cool. Rad. <laughs> so Bell Let's Talk. It's uh Bell, like the phone company that we all love definitely. Oh, so oh much. yes. Uh actually that's a good point. So I kind of hate Belle. <laughs> and I wasn't actually planning on going into this, but I think it's important to the history of Belle's talk yeah. to make it clear that I personally hate Belle a lot. Super dislike them as a company. They've, I used to work for them and they're awful. They've been fucking me over since even before I lived here. So when we were at our old house on Scott Street, what? <laughs> we used to have Belle like cable and internet and home phone. Oh, it goes deep. Yeah. <laughs> like, it goes deep. We oh. used to have their home services. Jeez. And all of a sudden, my mom kept getting overage fees for random reasons. And whenever she'd call in to see, like, why am I getting these overage fees, they would never give her an answer for them. And she's like, well, I'll pay you the exact amount my bill is. I'm not paying the overage fees. So every month, they would, like, say, oh, like, you're paying partial, but you're not paying your whole bill. And she's like, no, I'm paying my whole bill. I'm just not paying these overage fees for literally no reason. Because you can't explain to me why they're a thing. Yeah. And especially at that point, like, internet was, like, DSL. Like, there's no (laughs) Wi-Fi. There's no way we were going over our internet. Like, there's absolutely no way. My kid doesn't know what the internet is. I shouldn't have this problem. (laughs) Literally. She was like, there's no fucking way. So basically long story short she ended up just not never she never paid the overage fees she just canceled them and Uh they were like we're gonna take you to collections she was like do it bro i don't care fight me yeah so then we switched to kojiko and we've been with kojiko ever since and kojiko is not like great but like whatever it's not bell so exactly so that started my hatred of bell And when I actually, so Connor, when I met him, his whole family was with Belle. I, we used to chirp him forever for that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, to be fair, I understand why his parents were with Belle because they got this like unlimited student plan this yeah. one year and they got unlimited text data call. Like they just unlimited everything for like 50 bucks a month. So like, so I fair. get why they were with Belle. Yeah. Especially and, when you have two kids with a phone. Yeah. And I mean, but con- no, Connor and Zach didn't get that plan. Only the parents had it. Oh, okay. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. And then Connor and Zach only went with Belle because his pa- their parents were with Belle. So it was oh. like, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking dumb. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to bother chirping Connor more. <laughs> no, he's gone through enough. Um, but then, yeah, so when I worked at Walmart, I got a discount on Bell 
phone plans mm-hmm. and Connor was already with Belle. So we got a shared Belle phone plan. And when my mom found out I was with Belle, she almost disowned me. Jesus. She was like, what the fuck is your problem? They're going to screw you over. And guys, your mom is always right because Belle totally screwed us over. <laughs> it was the worst. And we ended up leaving like early. Like we bought out of our contract to go to TELUS. Yeah. And we've been with them ever since. That's so fucking funny. Bell sucks. <laughs> when I worked for them, it was fucking outbound calling. And it was to people who either currently had Bell service, but like not all of them. So you're trying to get them to get the other shit. Or like 90% of the time, it was literally former Bell customers that were no longer with Bell for whatever dumb fucking reason. Oh my God. And you're trying to call them and get them to sign up with Bell again. No. It was the worst job I've had. Like, I got to sit there and look out at, like, the beautiful Hamilton Bay while my soul just got destroyed. I was going to say, your mental health probably went way down. Hey, Belle, let's talk about your employees' <laughs> mental health. Because, <laughs> like, holy fuck, friend. Yeah, and you know what? I think they're that's why their customer service is so bad, because I don't think Belle treats their employees very well. Nah, dude. The, like, to be fair, um, I can't really speak for Belle exactly, because it was, like, a contract through a call center. Yeah. So contract employees work differently. But that's the other thing. They don't actually have a lot of their own employees unless Mm-mm-mm. it's a retail store. They contract them all out. So like, yeah. why would they have loyalty to Bell? They don't give a shit. And you know, the crazy thing is my mom's mom, like her bio mom, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I've ever mentioned her to you, but who's yeah. like my mom's friend and like almost a second daughter to my nanny. Uh, they both worked like at actual Bell. Like my nanny worked at Bell like when they first started kind of oh. deal. So, like, she worked for Belle for fucking ever, and, like, she was part of their inner family and, like, all this stuff. Wow. And, like, I imagine working for Bell Corporate is pretty all right. I mean, any corporate job, mm-hmm. <laughs> any corporate job is probably decent. Yeah. But still. Uh, so, that being said, now that I've ragged on Belle for, like, five <laughs> minutes. Oh, um, wait, 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 wait. Did you see? I shared it. I don't know if you saw it, but back in the 20s when Belle released the first rotary phone... They had to release, like, an instructional video on how to fucking work the phone. It's a 20-minute long thing on YouTube. It's this, like, full-on skit that they put together with, like, a family and the grandpa's too old and doesn't want to learn how to use the rotary phone. It's fucking brilliant. Oh, my I God. I kind of want to share it on the on our page now because I watched the whole 20-minute thing and it was the best thing of my life. I will second that. Yeah, I'm down for that. It's pretty damn funny. Cool. <laughs> Um, I guess we'll just cut that part out then. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, so now that we've ragged on Belle for like five minutes, um, that being said, as much as I hate Belle, I love Belle Let's Talk. Mm-hmm. Everything that it stands for and everything that it tries to do is fucking amazing. And the fact that Belle is actually shelling out some of its stolen dollars <laughs> from their customers uh, back into mental health initiatives is actually really cool. <laughs> I remember, like, in high school when it first... Well, okay, I guess we should start about when it first started. Yeah, so um, the Bell Let's Talk initiative from Bell was uh, founded in 2010. The first Bell Let's Talk day was January 2011. It doesn't say, like, what exact day. But basically, it donates, um, I think it's five cents. Yeah. I thought I just read it. Yeah, five cents for each um, 
text, phone call, or posts on various social media platforms. They donate five cents for each one. They include Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, which I didn't know. I didn't mm-hmm. know it also included Snapchat. So that's a good thing. So when I was with Belle, I would always turn my iMessage off and just like text everybody, which was yeah, kind of annoying. The iMessages but... don't count, but the text messages do. Exactly. So I just turn my iMessage off and text everyone. But when I wasn't with Belle, Belle Let's Talk is the reason I made a Twitter because <laughs> that's actually kind of wholesome well because every tweet was five cents yeah and with the hashtag yeah so the first um the first time i participated in bell let's talk it was like i made the twitter and this was right after um i had actually been like hospitalized for the first time mm-hmm. um and i'm basically told like my story like in general but basically because like your tweets could only be 140 characters it took me a lot of tweets which was good because each tweet like was donating right so like I felt really good about that Mm -hmm. um so every Bella's talk day I try and use Twitter that's pretty pretty much the only day a year I do and then I stalk (laughs) JK Rowling's Twitter (laughs) and retweet her a bunch so it works but yeah basically you it's supposed to be your, like, when you're just texting and phone calls and stuff, that's not supposed to be about mental health. But mm-hmm. when you're making posts on social media, it's supposed to be about mental health awareness and, like, sharing your story or sharing facts about mm-hmm. mental health to try and, like, take away the stigma, which is fantastic. Yeah. I remember when it, like, fir- not when it first started, but when I was, like, in high school and I kind of first heard about it. At that point, it was pretty much only the text and stuff. And, like, I was never with Bell for my cell phone. So I was kind of like okay well not much I can do about this yeah. like it honestly mostly just seemed like a money grab for Bell just because I didn't know much about it and I was like oh Bell's trying to raise money for something mm-hmm. it's probably themselves okay which is fair yeah but then yeah in the last couple of years with like social media getting involved and stuff I think that's where it's really taken off mm-hmm. because social media is such a great platform especially already for like mental health advocacy and everything yeah that like it just goes bananas on Bell Let's Talk Day. Like, it's kind of amazing, actually, to see just my whole news feed transform into, like, mental health positivity. Yeah. <laughs> like, even if it's just for a day, it's nice. So they do, like, all the commercials and stuff, which, to be fair, I actually don't see many of anymore because I don't have cable. Yeah. Uh, but they do do, like, <clears throat> Facebook ads and stuff for it now, which is kind of cool. Um, but the, the big event that they did was back in 2014. So the third year that they had Bell Let's Talk, which kind of blows my mind that it's only been around for that long, but whatever. Yeah, I know. I, for some reason, I thought it was like 10 years already, but this will be the eighth year on January 31st, by the way. I don't think I said that yet. This year, it's January 31st, 2019. Is it That's the 31st Let's Talk. or the 30th? It's the 31st. Oh, Last okay. year, it was the 30th. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, back in 2014, uh, the host, Clara Hughes, she's an Olympian, Mm -hmm. uh, she biked for 110 days to advocate for mental health awareness. Uh, it started in Toronto in mid-March and concluded in Ottawa the beginning of July on Canada Day. 12,000 kilometers! Holy shit! 110 days! That's insane. That's like some Forrest Gump shit. What the- like oh my god and Forrest Gump just did that for no fucking reason yeah but like insane oh so much and also so over the collective I guess um we're technically recording this before but let's talk so I don't know what the numbers are for this year true but up until this year they've raised a hundred million dollars for mental health awareness that's insane a hundred million 
Ian, you have to say it with like the little <laughs> little pinky next yes. to your mouth. And that's only technically seven years because yeah. it'll be the eighth. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I just took a look at my note and you're totally right. It is January 30th. <laughs> okay. I literally was like, I'm pretty sure he said it was the 30th this year and the 31st last year. Yeah. I don't know why that got mixed up in my head, but guys, yeah, it's staying in. It's January 30th. I'm sorry. By the way, if we seem a little loopy and like you hear a bunch of coughing and sneezing and stuff, we're both kind of sick right now. Oh my God. I, so. I caught the stomach flu that's been going around and I'm like not like throwing up anymore TMI, but like I'm still dying. Cute. Like, I'm really dying. I've sneezed like 20 times since I got here and we're tired as fuck. So yeah. I just noticed like ever since we got down here, I'm so flowy and I have to keep like coughing to the side and I'm like, this is going to be way too obnoxious to edit out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We'll try. <laughs> we'll try not to be the worst. But like, don't get your hopes <laughs> up. <laughs> I mean, I try daily and look at where we are. <laughs> so like. But yeah, basically, the reason we want to talk about Bell Let's Talk was because we, I think it's made a huge impact on not only like us, but our area and worldwide even. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that Bell is actually like taking its own money and donating it back into mental health initiatives is really great. Yeah. Didn't you say like your work had done things for it in the past? Oh, yeah. So this is only going to be my second uh, Bell Let's Talk at my work so I'm kind of curious to see what we did this what we do this year sorry uh but last year oh my god <laughs> Bell Let's Talk was on a Tuesday yeah so we did Taco Tuesday and like I was kind of apprehensive because usually when you do like tacos at work or something they're like those little boys and you're like okay I'll eat like seven or whatever <laughs> no big deal to see seven <laughs> so it was two dollars for a taco and I didn't have any I never fucking carry cash on me so I just stopped and grabbed like a 20 on the way out so I went into work with a $20 bill in my pocket <laughs> ready to buy tacos that's dangerous yeah and I got to the thing and I found out that they were full-size tacos and they had like crock pots and they had ground beef ground turkey and I I think the other one was like I don't know tofu or some shit for vegetarians and I was like uh I'll just get two tacos and the girl was like are you sure you just want to and I was like I mean and she was like you look like someone who likes tacos and I was like <laughs> I do love me some fucking tacos like I'm pretty amped about this and then I was just like yeah give me three tacos <laughs> I'll take those three tacos ground turkey's delicious by the way in tacos oh takes cool. on that taco flavor really well I uh, honestly was not hungry at all until you just started talking about tacos. And now I'm like, mm, tacos. <laughs> tacos. Mm. I uh, haven't eaten actually like actual food in a long time because I've been <laughs> sick. So I'm like, mm. yeah, that's fair. We'll get lunch after this. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so we had tacos and then they had these little like the Bell Let's Talk like speech bubble thingies that you see everywhere. Uh, so they had a bunch of those printed off. And it was like, I think it was like what um mental health advocacy at work means to me and I thought that was really really cool because like I've worked a lot of different jobs and the company that I work at now seems to be one of the only places that actually kind of gives a damn about their employees mental health like I have a friend who's a TL and he was talking to me the other day about how someone called in sick and they were literally just like I just can't today like my my brain I just I can't I'm sorry I need to take a day and they were like yep that's cool like, as long as you know you're not gone for, like, a fucking week. Yeah. You know, and, on, like, the lamb or something. Yeah. That's something that, um, like, I guess this isn't really about Bella's talk, but that just made me think. My mom always made me feel okay with, like, you know, like, 
even if you're not like physically sick, if you need a day like with your brain, like just tell me and like we'll work it out. Mm-hmm. But like you can't miss every day. But like yeah. if you really need a day, if you can't function, it's better to just take a day, relax, rest up, and then go back full force the next day. Like exactly. Than to keep trying to trug through at fifty percent. Like and especially like when you're in school and stuff, it's one thing to like yeah you miss time, you miss assignments, like you could make up that work and whatever. But like when you're an adult at work, like missing those days of work is important, yeah. especially if you don't have like paid sick leave or anything like that, mm-hmm. or yeah if you have a job that's just more intense about you taking sick time off work yeah you don't have a job that is understanding about that yeah and then you know you stress out more about calling in sick and then it makes you feel worse and then you spiral (laughs) so yeah cool being an adult's fun you guys oh it's so fun so fun don't grow up ever (laughs) (laughs) it sucks but yeah so i think bella's talk has done a lot of good things um for the community I mm-hmm. think like especially with mental health like I I mean to be fair I don't think I was like super on social media before Bell Let's Talk but even the early years of Bell Let's Talk like people would like like say oh text because it's Bell Let's Talk and blah blah, blah. but mm-hmm. no one would really ever like go into their story but in the last few years especially a lot of people have actually been like delving into their story and it's interesting to see all these people that you would have never thought have issues mm-hmm. have issues and work it out and like still make it through and it kind of gives you like hope that mm-hmm. like you'll be okay and that's why I love like as much as <laughs> okay so many older generations are gonna get mad at me for this but as much as people complain about social media like keeping us disconnected and blah 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 I honestly think it's one of the most connected or one of the most connected times as humans we've ever been in because yeah there's people that like celebrities or like even just uh, like internet content creators or like podcast people or whatever and they can share those super intimate details of their life with you if they choose to Mm -hmm. and like not only is it a way that's not coming through like a magazine or like some interview that they did that can be interviewed like it's coming straight from that person and it's something that they want to share with you yeah like i mean i think that's good for like celebrities and stuff and people you look up to to know that they're like more human Mm -hmm. but i even mean i think it's a good connection for like people that you may not have been able to connect with in the first place like even just like random people that like I went to school with and always had a good relationship Mm -hmm. with but we just grew apart and then like to know years later that they actually have like mental health issues Mm -hmm. is like it's nice to know that and I feel like without social media it's like I would have never known that Mm -hmm. it's like when I first started dating Connor he had told me a story about um his dad had a really close friend in high school and in university they went to separate universities so they kind of grew apart And they hadn't talked in years. And then he had found out that she had committed suicide. Oh. And it was a huge surprise to him because she didn't seem like that kind of person. She was always, like, top grades, all Mm -hmm. the extracurriculars, super happy, had a great boyfriend, had a great family life. And then she just committed suicide. And it was like, holy shit. Like, I feel like if there was social media at that time, there might have been more opportunity for him to connect with her or Mm -hmm. even more signs that something was wrong. Mm -hmm. But she felt like she had no outlet and she felt like she didn't have anyone to talk to. So she just like that was it. That's rough. And that's what I mean, though. Like social media can be like a good thing for people. I understand it can be bad, but I think it's all in how you use it. Mm -hmm. 
and it's definitely like there's bad habits you can form and stuff but yeah like i i don't like when like i'm in a room with someone and we're hanging out and they're just staring at their phone like that Mm -hmm. sucks and it also if you're one of those people that leave hate comments on people's posts because you have nothing better to do like go die like honestly you're a piece of shit like you're not contributing to the world so that's the exact reason my parents won't get facebook because they know about cyberbullying and they're like Mm -hmm. no i'm not i don't want to deal with that yeah and it's like they know that they wouldn't get that but they don't want to see it because they just think it's too rough and like i understand but it's like those people are ruining the good thing social media is trying to bring Mm -hmm. it really sucks and so yeah so bella's talk has brought a lot of mental health awareness um we're gonna go in our stories a little bit too jeepers yeah (laughs) i mean i'm not gonna go too deep into it because i think we want to do a separate episode with that kind of stuff but and also with bella's talk like it's kind of helped me be okay with talking about it Mm -hmm. um which is kind of cool so i've been struggling with depression basically since i want to say since i can remember but i never knew what it was (laughs) um and especially anxiety like i remember i used to have anxiety attacks when i was a little kid all the time and my parents were like really freaked out by it they're like what the hell's going on and like they wouldn't really know how to like calm me down because Mm -hmm. i wouldn't really be able to vocalize what was like freaking me out um but i was i was first aware of what was going on when i was like 10 or 11 Mm -hmm. i got officially diagnosed with depression when i was 15 and then i got i'm trying to think of the ages i'm just trying to give like a general um when i was 19 or 20 um that was when I was hospitalized Mm -hmm. um which I know sounds bad but I literally just went to the hospital because I needed someone to talk to that was the worst thing ever yeah just really quickly I was having a really bad day and all of my friends were like at work or doing something and I felt like I didn't really have anyone to like talk to in person I didn't want to bug anyone so I went to the hospital to see if I could just like meet with someone like on call just like have like a therapy like session or whatever and instead they admitted me because they thought I was going to kill myself and they wouldn't let me leave and they said they would call the cops on my parents if they tried to take me away so I had to stay the night and then like basically be cleared to leave and they like took your phone and everything too yeah which was crazy they took my phone they took all of my stuff they just like put you in isolation pretty much didn't they yeah which like when I was in like mental health ward um I saw other people with their phones and like I see people post on social media with their phones about from the mental being health ward. in the mental health ward but yeah they took all of my stuff which was like what the fuck like I I was really pissed about that situation but we'll get to that later <laughs> I was gonna say, we can dive into that because I have some feelings about that too <laughs> yeah um but yeah, so that happened and the, the only good thing that came from that was I talked to a really cool therapist that I really connected with um, and she kind of gave me the diagnosis of um, clinical depression and generalized anxiety disorder mm-hmm. and she got me, I tried antidepressants before when I was 15, but most of them made me sick or made me feel like I was like dreaming most of the time. So I couldn't mm-hmm. find one that was really good for me and I also suck at taking pills. So when I did <laughs> find one that worked for me, I would just stop taking them. Um, but I didn't really find one that I was in love with, but mm-hmm. this one at the hospital did prescribe me one that I really liked. It helps with both my depression and my anxiety. It's just one pill and it works wonders, which I recently got back on because <laughs> I stopped taking it. <laughs> but yeah, so it's basically my general issues in a nutshell. Mm. So yeah, that's me. <laughs> what about you, girl? Uh, mine are oh, a lot more I vague. also totally left out a huge problem, but whatever. We'll get back to that. Yeah. That's fine. That's f- You go. <laughs> uh, mine's a lot more general because I've never... And, like, I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, I feel kind of guilty for this. But also... 
but I've never actually been to a doctor to be like diagnosed or anything. Anytime I've brought it up to my doctor, he's like, oh, just exercise more. And I'm like, cool. Your doctor is also the worst. Let me just pull the motivation to do that out of my asshole. Thanks. I literally, (laughs) you need a new doctor. uh, So badly. My grandma gave me shit the other day because I was talking to her about my migraines and everything. And uh, the second pill that he suggested is actually technically a seizure medication. And I mentioned it to him. I was like, oh, my grandma has seizures. So like, do you think this could maybe be a precursor for that? Because like, holy shit, I'd like to get that on wraps. Yeah. And he was like, oh, your grandma's still having seizures? Oh my God. And I was like, yeah, because you never fixed her asshole. What the hell? Oh my God. Yeah, because she has a different doctor now that they're, well, I think she definitely got one before she moved to Hamilton because the original medication he gave her, she had an allergic reaction to. True. So, and that was a while ago. But anyway, um, but yeah, like the thing you mentioned with like being a kid and everything, I've always had like a really weird thing with death, like ever Me since too. I was a kid. And when I was, I think I was, f- I might have been even younger, but I want to say I was about four or five when my one aunt passed away and like. For a solid month after that, like, I would not sleep. I was just up, like, throwing up all night long. And, like, my parents could not for the life of them figure out what the heck was wrong with me. And, like, it eventually just kind of stopped. Yeah. And they were just like, so you're good now? Like, you can sleep (laughs) like a normal human? (laughs) Cool. Well, and, like, I specifically remember we had these Halloween buckets that we used as puke buckets. And, like, I can still vividly picture that bucket in my head. Oh, man. Yeah. So that was fun. Childhood was fun. I'm generally a very high-strung person. So, like, Mm -hmm. life is a good time all the time. Yeah. I So that was, like, mostly through high school that I dealt with that. Um mostly just on my own kind of just ignored it for the most part and then got like a decent set of friends like you guys and then Mm -hmm. had the chance to be like oh shit other people have stuff like this that's nice yeah we can kind of confide in each other now and just take care of each other i don't need a doctor well and that's the other thing i was gonna say i liked talking to that therapist when i was in the hospital but i don't need long-term therapy Mm -hmm. um i did go to a therapist when i was younger um that wasn't related technically to my mental health like i don't really want to get into why i started seeing it but um i started seeing her and then she realized that i did have mental health issues and she was like i mean if you want to keep seeing me for that like you might as well give it a try and i was like sure but at the time i had a lot of situational shit going on Mm -hmm. like my boyfriend at the time was like hardcore cheating on me and like I actually realized what I left out, which is crazy to me. I left out that I started developing an eating disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was kind of more situational stuff that was going on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, so like the therapy like kind of helped with that situational stuff to get like an unbiased like opinion. Mm -hmm. But like I know this is what the therapist told me at the hospital too. Like I my with my issues, it's like I know that it's because chemicals in my brain are off. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I came from like the best place in the world but like I have a great family I have like a good grounding and I'm like it's weird like my issues go on but in the back of my head it's like girl you know this is not like real but it still affects you you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so it's like those are what my issues are it's like it's nothing that I would act on I get the thoughts and like shit happens and it sucks but like in my head I know it's like this isn't me Mm -hmm. so going to therapy I'd literally be like yeah this sucks but like I know why but like I know why it sucks yeah so like i recognize that it sucks 
I'm working on it. Literally, like I don't, there's nothing really that therapy would help with me. Mm -hmm. But I do encourage people to look into therapy because it definitely can help people. I just, it's not for me. 100%. I definitely think, uh, I think one of the big things that affected my mental health as a kid was my parents broke up when I was, well, they split up and like divorced and everything when I was nine. Mm -hmm. So at the time, like we never really thought anything of it. I was like, cool. Like it happened when I was kind of older and could kind of understand what was going on like we were kind of thankful it didn't happen when we were younger and couldn't really get it yeah because apparently they split up when we were like I think I was still a baby so my brother was like two or something so neither of us really remembers it but like they lived separately and everything oh I didn't know that yeah we didn't find that out until like later on in life we were like oh so like they were guys were already on the rocks and like Mm -hmm. managed to hold it together for nine years I guess but I also like I remember hearing them arguing and like shit when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. like looking back on it now, I think if I had gone to therapy at the time, it definitely might have helped. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that now as an adult, I'm like, hmm, that's quite the toxic attitude towards that. Yeah. And like, especially now, like since then, like I've just never had a great relationship with my family. And as an adult now, I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I should work on that since everyone's getting older and I'm getting older and sentimental and all that. <laughs> yeah. But now trying to fix all that, you know, like 10 something years later. Oh gosh, I guess now like 15 and 16 yeah. years later. <laughs> <laughs> um, and especially I think this year is just a weird year for my family as well because like it's both of my parents 50th birthday. It's my 25th. So like it's a big year it's for the this weird like <laughs> collective aging that's going on with all of us so like yeah. we're all going through a weird age crisis together right now yeah you're going through your quarter life they're going through midlife it's interesting it's really fun mm-hmm. especially as someone who has just always been very anxious about like being older and doing stuff with my life and i'm like oh boy i'm 25 yeah i'm not 25 yet i will be 25 but i also recognize that by being 24 i'm working on my 25th year of life oh boy if you don't understand that math i refuse to explain it to you because god (laughs) that's a story for another time yeah 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 (laughs) that's just me not being able to deal with idiotic people (laughs) yeah uh, but yeah, so that's and, kind of, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say like a lot of it through my younger life was just ignoring it, but I definitely, definitely, definitely like the value behind getting that group of friends that I could open up to and genuinely talk to. Cause like I had close friends before that, but none that I really would open up to on that level. Mm-hmm. So it definitely helped. Yeah, for sure. And like this kind of goes into what we wanted to talk about as well with, what's going on in our area Mm -hmm. in the last few months there's been at least four um suicides on the burgoyne bridge well so there's been a couple that like there's been a couple stories of people jumping but i don't know how many exactly have been confirmed that they've actually passed away from it oh sorry so three okay uh and then one attempt okay so one 18 year old woman jumped off and she fell in the water and survived um she's in a lot of pain obviously but three people and two of them were within the same week yeah Um, okay just for context for people who aren't from st Catharines, um we are literally this dumb little city that has this crazy ravine that runs like directly through the middle and there's this bridge called the burgoing bridge that was 
I, they finished building it like a year or two ago or something. Yeah, it's very new. It's a super new bridge. It used to be this dumb old rickety like, oof, God, that thing was scary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it took them forever to build it. It's been like this huge pain in the side of St. Catharines for like the last couple of years because there's a whole bunch of issues with budget and building it and blah, blah, blah. It's finally finished and now it's just for some reason become this mass suicide site because it's a pretty tall bridge and it goes over not only a highway but also that ravine Mm -hmm. so if you're jumping off of it you're either landing on the highway on some of the ground like to the sides of the highway or directly in the ravine yeah which has like a wicked undertow so wicked undertow that's uh there's a hydro plant up the thing from that isn't there down Mm -hmm. by the ontario street bridge yep yep that's what i mean it's like it's pretty intense and crazy and yeah there was two in one week and then another one shortly after that and then the fourth one that's what the article i found was about Mm -hmm. um her mother was basically saying like we need more awareness on this for people that are going through this um clearly that was a sign that she shouldn't have went which is good but Mm -hmm. basically the problem in our area right now which is why people are thinking this is happening is because our resources in our area for mental health are very slim not great very slim um and that that's kind of why i wanted to bring up our stories because yeah i have received help but i fought my way to get that help it's such a struggle and like yeah like me like i've tried yeah and it just hasn't yeah like and you, like it's you hard it to reach to your... out that many times especially with like mental health issues and especially if you're reaching out and getting shot down and you're like oh okay it's clearly not a big enough problem to be concerned about. Yeah. I I remember the first time I brought it up to my doctor, it was like, I kind of felt, obviously I felt really anxious and like mm. every time, like I broke down and like it was bad and he, it was still kind of like, I don't know if you're there yet. And I kind of get it because it's like, he doesn't want to put me on medication right away if I don't need it. And like, mm. I, I get that part, but it just seems like they don't even have like the right education in order to be like oh well like if i think you're on this path let's like go through these avenues to try and figure it out before we go there you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like he wasn't like let's look more into it he was just like "Mm, i don't know and like i had to fight for it Mm -hmm. to get to where i needed to go but not everyone will do that not everyone will fight if they're shot down they're like okay yeah not everyone's able to like me and especially because like yeah i've always been so anxious about like doctors dentists like anything Mm -hmm. so like i always go into the doctor's office like i'm gonna say this and this and this and i'm not gonna like go unless he tells me something and then like he'll ask me some question that i wasn't prepared for and i'll be like oh uh well mm," and it just feels like i'm not being like determined enough yeah but i almost feel like i shouldn't have to be yeah i shouldn't have to be determined to receive the health care that i pay for yeah and especially now that i have like benefits and everything like i pay extra money for this goddamn health care yeah because you're paying into your benefits mm-hmm. and like i just mean specifically with mental health too it's exhausting for people mm-hmm. and it's really hard to speak about and that's why bellet's talk is so awesome because it's like it gives people courage i think to tell their stories and to fight more mm. for their mental health instead of just kind of like letting it go to see that they're not the only one experiencing it and especially like what you were saying earlier with like people we went to high school with and stuff like that like obviously for the most part your facebook feed and stuff is pretty centralized around like who you actually have on your Facebook. So, like, for the most part, it's all your area, except for, like, random news stories. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's crazy to see 
how much, especially in just the Niagara region and stuff, that it impacts people. Yeah. Like. I know. Like, it's weird how many people in the last few years that not even have gone off the Burgoyne Bridge but just have committed suicide. Mm -hmm. And there have been a couple, to be fair, that have just passed away, unfortunately. But Mm -hmm. the majority have committed suicide. And it's like. I might not have known these people on, like, a personal, personal level, but, like, Mm -hmm. I went to school with them. I sat, like, across from them for my class for a whole year. Like, it's insane to me. I actually... Oh, I feel kind of bad. I think it happened early last year, so I think it was just after Bell Talk of last year. It honestly might have been longer, and I feel kind of bad for forgetting about it. But there was a guy that I went to school with. I think I only actually had him in my class in grade nine, but he was, like three years old me so I had I took I think it was like a grade 10 drama class but there was like 9 10 11 12 students in it so he was like older than me so I went into this like older drama class being this young little kid and like these three dudes that were in my group which he was one of them they were like these giant like scary dudes and they were so nice and so kind and just sweet ah and I found out like a year ago I literally saw like someone posted on his Facebook wall or something like gonna miss you buddy or whatever And I went to his Facebook and like, it's such a weird way to find out about something like Mm -hmm. that. And you just see like all the posts and you're like, oh, yeah. And then you keep going. And like the last post from him was like three days before that or something. Holy shit. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, what? Yeah. I don't, your brain can't even comprehend it. And like, I hadn't talked to him in I don't even know how long. Yeah. And I still just like broke down about it. Yeah. And Chance was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't, like this kid that I knew from school just committed suicide. Like he was so bubbly and warm and full of life. And now yeah. he's not. I know. And I, I really think that, you know, every situation is different. But I think specifically in our area, it's because a lot of the resources are hard to get. Mm -hmm. And like even so when I was in the hospital and I talked to that therapist, she got me a diagnosis and she wrote me a prescription for that um, for my antidepressants, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. And I'm forever grateful. Although she also signed me up for like therapy with her just to start off with to see if I Mm -hmm. needed it, which whatever in group therapy. The problem was my first point with her was supposed to be like in the middle of when I was going to school and in and working and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, I was like, get me in for whenever you can. And then I went on the waiting list for group therapy. Um, I had to reschedule that first appointment because it was right in the middle of like an exam. Like I couldn't move mm-hmm. the exam. So I called to reschedule and she's like, well, you're going to have to go on a wait list. And I was like, cool. That was in like 2015 or 2016. And uh, still haven't heard. Still on the wait list. Still haven't heard about her appointment or the group therapy stuff like and i remember all. going into the hospital with you to sign up for that group therapy because mm-hmm. you were and i'm pretty sure you had just gone in to make an appointment and they were like oh no you got to be waitlisted and you were like oh well she just told me to come in and like make an appointment and they were like nah yeah nah and see that's the thing like it's been two to three years and i'm still waiting for that stuff and it's mm-hmm. like i mean now like like i said it's not really for me and i don't need it but what if i did like it's mm-hmm that's a life a life that could have been lost you know what I mean like it's especially since like I wasn't going to but they committed me because they thought I was going to take my life Mm -hmm. doesn't that mean something (gasps) and the one uh, I think it was the second person that jumped um I don't know which one it was but from what I heard they had gone to the hospital to mm-hmm. look for like to get help and essentially they didn't have the beds for him yeah so they turned him away and he left the hospital and went and jumped off the bridge yeah 
like can you imagine being those ho- those hospital employees and like obviously it's not the employees like burden no there's there's a lot to do with like hospital budgets and like it's not their fault it's not the employees but they're the ones that have those lives on their consciences now yeah like they're whatever people talked to him and said sorry we don't have the beds and turned him away and then looked at the news later that night they were like oh like holy shit well actually that's interesting because i um i know a nurse and like i told her about like what had happened with me when like they just like made me stay and whatever Mm -hmm. and she was like yeah like it's if they had let you go and you had killed yourself their life your life would have been on them like Mm -hmm. that's why they did that and i was like i mean i get it but there was just stuff they could have handled better yeah but like the general idea i get but when i was there they makeshifted a room for me Mm -hmm. like the room that i was in wasn't even an actual like room that they usually have people stay in the first night i was staying in like this weird office that they just like pushed a bed into with like that happened to have a bathroom off of it Mm -hmm. so then like the next day when someone else was gone they moved me into an actual room but it was like they could have done something yeah (laughs) like even if they had kept him in like one of those comfy like chair things Mm -hmm. like they could have kept him there yeah like i cannot believe that they sent him away yeah that's insane especially like he went in there like i'm going to hurt myself Mm-hmm. I need help. And they were like, mm. sorry. Sorry, we don't have a bed for you. Yeah. And they can't even be like, oh, just chill in like the waiting room or something. Like they have to put you somewhere else. Yeah. Especially See, for mental health, I think. Like they can't just keep you around the other patients. Yeah. Well, for me, that was the scariest part because when uh, I went down, yeah, they, they basically put you right into a trauma room and they talk to you and then they make you wait there for like a couple minutes and they bring you down. It was, like, basically, like, a padded room mm. that was, like, locked from the outside or whatever. Like, oh you couldn't gosh. go in and out on your own. Yeah. And, like, at least my room was, like, padded on the thing. There was, like, this weird bed in it. They took all my stuff and my clothes. They made me change out of everything. And they took my phone. And there was this, like, weird girl, like, like wandering around the halls, like, screaming. I don't know why she was out of her oh room. But, like, it was terrifying. And, like, I kept asking, like, can I please call someone? Can I just, like, call my parents? Like, I mm-hmm. want someone here. Like, I'm terrified right now. I literally just wanted to talk to someone. And now I'm locked in this room by myself. Yeah. And they were like, no, like, we're waiting for the therapist to come in to talk to you. And it was just, like, the worst thing. But I'm just thinking, like, why wouldn't they even just bring him down there to, like, keep an eye on him? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's... Everyone has been kind of freaking out about that Burgoyne Bridge, the Burgoyne Bridge incidents, because it's like most of them, they think, is because of the resources we have. And I agree. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's actually, I think it was like a month or so ago, they opened like a almost a walk-in clinic, but specifically for like mental health and therapy and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's open like two days a week or so, two or three days a week okay but like so that's cool i'm yeah. glad they did that but um how busy is it when you go in there like i've never gone in but also like it's nice to have the idea of like oh if you happen to have an issue like on these days instead of going to the hospital and dealing with that you can just come here and talk to a therapist first yeah. but some people like going to a walk-in clinic and meeting a doctor for the first time and then having to spill your whole fucking life story to them like yeah a lot of people aren't chill with that no and that's why every time like i think about going to a doctor or whatever for my mental health is like even if they know my history like when i just went to renew my prescription for my antidepressants mm-hmm. it was like 
I was so anxious about just going in and telling him how bad I've been because it's like talking about it out loud makes it real and mm-hmm. it makes it scary. And <laughs> like, you feel shittier about it. And you're like, I don't know why I feel shitty, but yeah, here I am. Like, I don't want to vocalize how shitty of a person I am, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's not that I'm a shitty person. I'm just going through shit. Mm-hmm. But like, that's how it feels to someone who's going through shit that you feel like you are shit. <laughs> like, and it's really interesting now to like be dealing with all those issues through school and everything. And then now in our adult life, how differently but still the same it affects you like a dumb idiot yeah it's interesting I think it's like it's almost better but worse in a way because like in high school it's like it was a little bit worse because everything felt like the end of the world in Mm -hmm. high school like everything just felt so dramatic so in that way it was kind of worse but I think it's almost worse now because we have more responsibility and more Mm -hmm. like riding on the fact that if we're shitty like everything can it just af- crumble down your life now like, yeah yeah it affects your life when you're in school but now like it affects your ability to pay your bills and to put food in your fucking gullet yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> like, uh and the other thing that's i've found over the last couple weeks interesting also is like not less things seem like the end of the world but like something will seem like the end of the world for like half a second you'll freak out lose your shit and then be like okay stop please this isn't the end of the world like you're being ridiculous this is such a minuscule thing but then another little part of you is like well now I feel kind of dumb for freaking out about something so minuscule and that I recognize isn't actually an issue but I'm still pretty upset about it also (laughs) yeah (laughs) I think still pretty upset I think what's nice about specifically with Bellet's talk and like mental health awareness is that it gives people like the right to feel those things about stuff like that where it's Mm -hmm. like you know what this isn't the end of the world and yeah people do have it worse but I still am justified to feel the way I'm feeling Mm -hmm. like I'm still okay to feel this way even though it's not the end of the world and even though it's just minuscule to you it's it's important to me Mm -hmm. and I'm allowed to feel this for a couple hours and I'll feel it and then I'll get over it and I'll get better exactly and kind of like what you mentioned earlier with like now that I'm an adult there's obviously still days where like I just feel down just because mm-hmm. but yeah. for the most part now there's like identifiable reasons why I feel crappy or whatever and I'm like okay well I feel crappy because of this there's nothing I can really do about it right now but at least I recognize why it's a thing yeah and I can work past it exactly um going back to what you were saying about like the walk-in clinic um I listened to another really good podcast it's called self-helpless pod or just self-helpless whatever wow (laughs) (laughs) sorry their facebook page is self-helpless pod or whatever oh okay but they are called self-helpless they um all or at least two out of three of them go to therapy Mm -hmm. um but it's cool because uh i will have i'll find out more information about exactly what it's called and i'll put it in the uh description but basically it's um an app that you can download that connects you to maybe not the same therapist but at least a therapist like basically immediately so you can text them uh you can call them if you don't want to go in and you can even like like it's as much as you want to say at all if you Mm -hmm. just like you know i'm having a really bad day and i just want to talk about today like that's cool Mm -hmm. if you feel like you want to continue talking to them continue talking to them but like it's kind of cool in this day and age where a lot of people have social anxiety or like just don't want to go anywhere when they're feeling like that it's kind of nice to know that like you can just pick up your phone and talk to an unbiased party about something yeah and Um, especially i feel like not putting like a name and a face and stuff to the person Mm -hmm. might help too because then it's like this is a person but like it's not a person yeah i think long-term therapy you it's important to have that personal connection with Mm -hmm. but for like crisis issues or for things that are just like i need help right now having not like a face or a name is definitely good so uh i see a lot of people like on facebook 
sharing that like I don't know if it's always the same number that I see but like that number that you can text if like you're ever feeling suicidal or anything but I think that app is kind of better because like there's so many times that I've seen that and I'm like I kind of just want to text that just because I need someone who knows anything about the human brain like talking Mm -hmm. to my friends and stuff is cool but it'd be nice to talk to someone who like has studied these feelings and understands them a bit more and literally it's not like oh I need to talk to you because if I don't I'm gonna like do something right now it's more like a man I have a lot of feelings that I need to express and like to express them to someone who has knowledge about them would probably be a good idea because yeah. then they might be able to give me some constructive feedback about them yeah and also like usually therapists will like be able to kind of tell you like why you're feeling what you're feeling and also makes you feel a little bit more normal because mm-hmm. it's like yeah like this is a normal thing that people go through mm-hmm. um that's actually a reason why I like our page so much is why I want to kind of make this more of a thing where we have you guys like post in it because I'm part of another group from a podcast the same one self-helpless mm-hmm. but people just like post in there whenever they need like help with something and mm-hmm. like the other day someone said like they've always had this fear of like dying really early and like they don't know how to get over it and I've always had that fear of dying really early too oh my god <laughs> literally I've always felt like I would never make it past like my early 20s and like that's why living right now is kind of surreal to me because it's like I never thought I'd make it past Mm -hmm. this and I felt like this since I can remember since I was younger I never thought that I'd make it past this so it just makes you feel better to know that there was like tons of people commenting like yep I have the same feeling Mm -hmm. I think it's just anxiety like I don't really know but apparently it's normal and I'm like that makes me feel like not much of a weirdo (laughs) like that like it still sucks when it comes up but like other people feel it too Mm -hmm. so it's like that's kind of what like therapy can do for you and Mm -hmm. to just be able to text someone about that stuff is so much easier than actually making the effort to go out and see people Mm -hmm. because people especially with depression it's hard enough to get out of bed (laughs) yeah I don't know it's insane yeah that's why when I was talking to my brother about the plans today I was like listen I have a finite the spoon theory you know the spoon theory no oh my god this is actually a great theory to talk about so the spoon (laughs) theory is the idea kind of that like you have a finite amount of energy so you have a finite amount of amount of spoons I don't know why it's specifically spoons (laughs) okay to use during the day I'm pretty sure there's a reason for it being spoons I might look into it after but whatever so like the idea is certain things cost a certain amount of spoons. So, like, going out to see someone might cost two spoons or, like, staying in to watch a movie might only cost one or whatever. Gotcha. But so you only have a certain amount of spoons to spend over your day and then you have nothing left to give. Ooh. Yeah. And that's why when I was talking to my brother, I was like, listen, no, like, our recording days, we go, we record, we usually have editing and stuff to do afterwards. Like, that's that's my spoons for that day. Yeah. I put all my spoons into this podcast for the day. Yeah. And then that's it. We chill we watch game of thrones maybe and yeah that's that well i think just hearing about this for the first time my hypothesis about the spoons i'm pretty sure it's spoons because you're like kind of scooping yourself yeah. out and it's like once you've used all the spoons there's nothing left of you, you. don't have anything to scoop out anymore yeah so it's like no ice cream left for you <laughs> no man that's it that's actually really cool mm-hmm. i'm definitely there's gonna a, start using that <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's a a cam model that i follow on instagram and she has like just a lot of autoimmune diseases and stuff so like she has a lot of pain and everything so like she'll frequently say like hey guys i'm having like a low spoon day sorry i haven't been very active and i'm like you're adorable that's actually really cute yeah and that's the other cool thing that i really like is that like someone who so being a model on cam and on instagram and stuff is literally her job that's how she makes 
her fucking living Mm -hmm. but she can be honest with the people that she's working with and be like hey guys i'm having like a rough day today sorry that whatever content i promised or like whatever live shit i was gonna do might not happen today but like maybe this thing's happening instead or like maybe i'll make it up to you later i don't know we'll fucking see (laughs) like we'll see how i'm feeling later yep that's basically like the pros of being like your own mm-hmm. business person. You can be like, "Sorry guys, no spoons." <laughs> yeah, my bad. I actually really like that theory though. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start using that. I like it a lot. Uh, I think we need to uh, cheer up. So, let's play some weird fucking games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Morgan. Okay. What have you gotten us into? (laughs) So the other day, just to lighten this up a bit, I impulse bought a game for the podcast. And I think this might be something that we end off with a lot because it's really fun. So it's called Ridiculous Expositions. And basically it has like weird, a weird like syllable way of saying the actual phrase. They're all not safe for work, by the way. I was not aware of this at first. Yeah. I found this out today and it made it so much better. They're all dirty phrases, but basically like we say like whatever the front of the card says and the other person has to guess what it is. Uh, The one person's 90 seconds and then uh, we kind of see who's going to win. So just remember to like, so if you say a card and I guess it right, put it in one pile. And if I pass, just like put it in another pile so we can guess. Fuck me. I shouldn't have looked at the back of that car. Oh my god. God damn it. Okay. Um so yeah, that might not have been like the best explanation, but hopefully once we play it you guys will understand more. Essentially try and get through as many as you can in sixty seconds. Yeah. Uh feel free to play along if you think you can guess them. Yeah, and see if you beat us, because like we're kinda not great at this game, yeah, but I think it's fun. I'm really <laughs> terrible at word games. But... Yeah. Oh. Uh do you want to read to me first or do you want me to read to you first? Uh I'll do you first. Hey, I'm in. <laughs> We're in. <laughs> okay, so I'll flip the timer. Okay. One, two, three. Ace weed dish peen ass bump. Something penis bump. Ace weed dish peen ass pump. Ass bump, sorry. Oh, I might have <laughs> fucked that up. Yeah, I don't know. Pass. Okay. Uh, aft turn own dill height afternoon delight yeah afternoon delight ridiculous expositions <laughs> uh-huh i was confused too that's why i looked at the back of the card it's something different i i have no idea okay <laughs> pass imp bass seal mint impasse seal mint imp i don't know pass <laughs> cons step pay shin constipation (laughs) (laughs) aid table aunt herb ants sorry aid table aunt herb ants i i don't know i don't know caw bang of heel oh my god i have no idea bang i feel (laughs) just pass i have no fucking clue Age ooze seep ooze see. <laughs> Guys, this episode is so not safe for work. Okay, um, yeah, the time's out and I didn't know it anyway. Wow, okay, so this is gonna be really fun to say these all. Oh my god, yeah. Also, yeah, we we decided to say the ones that we passed on because they're too funny to not. So I asked her eight and she got two. 
I thought I got three. You got two. Aww. You got constipation. Which yeah. is constipation. And afternoon, afternoon delay. Dill height. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so age ooze, seep ooze, see is a juicy pussy. <laughs> oh my God. Age ooze, seep ooze, see. <laughs> uh, caw bang of hill is copping a feel. Oh, I would have never got that. Aid table ant herb ants was kind of just hard to say, honestly. It's edible underpants. Oh. I wasn't sure if I should say, like, aunt, because it says ant and ants in the same. Oh. Well, that was dumb. Uh, Imp bass seal mint was embezzlement, which. Oh, man. Yeah. I wasn't thinking on I that I thought level. it was something else, and then I turned around and I was like, oh, embezzlement. I, yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Um, <laughs> Ace weed dish peen ass bump <laughs> <laughs> is a Swedish penis pump. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> ridiculous expositions is ridiculous sex positions. Oh, my that God. That was the one I laughed at when I first, because I was looking through the cards and I saw ridiculous expositions and I was like, isn't that just the title of the game? Wow. And I flipped it over and I was like, ah. Okay, that one was tricky. Yeah. All right. That's well, super funny. So you got two out of eight. That's sad. Well, let's see if you can do better. <laughs> this one is Beg Holt. It tees and it's big old titties. <laughs> nice. All right. All right. You ready? Yep. Okay. So one, two, three. Ashwick Key. A hickey? Nope. Not pass. <laughs> Prep Parade Shin Age. A pass. <laughs> you wouldn't have got that. Birthdays Hoot. Birthday suit. Yeah. Yeah. Birthday suit. <laughs> May King's Wheat Hoopy. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> oh, that was good. Thief Hull Mountie. The Full Mountie? Or the Full Monty? Yes. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. It's not Mountie. <laughs> Aid Rug Cartel. A drug cartel? Yes. Oh, my God. Fuck off. What Dove Hawk. <laughs> is it what the fuck yeah <laughs> baby caught pack what no I got nothing fast ash cube hand C car <laughs> ash cube and C no I got nothing fast ace hex machine <laughs> a sex machine <laughs> Sex machine. <laughs> Talk dear tea. Talk dirty to me. Talk yeah. dirty to me. <laughs> okay, time's up. Fuck, you kicked my ass. I think it's because you're not uh, you're not separating the words as much. I make a point to make sure I separate the words so that it sounds Aww. weirder. So I asked you eleven. Damn. You got uh, six right. Damn. That's really good, girl. You fucking pwned me. Clap, 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 clap. So next time I'm gonna make it harder. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, the ones you passed on, some of them were really funny. So, Ash Cube Hand C Car was a Cuban cigar. All right. You would have never <laughs> got that one, but. Uh, baby Caught Pack was Baby Got Back. Oh, I'm so good. disappointed. Yeah, I was a little disappointed you didn't Damn. get that one either. Uh, May King's Wheat Hoopy. Making Sweet Whoopy. Okay, I literally, I kind of figured out that it was making sweet something, but I was like, my brain was stuck on Shibubi for some reason <laughs> from the fucking Family Guy episode. Why? I don't know. 
Um, this one, I don't think you would have ever gotten, but Prep Parade Shin Age was Preparation H. Oh, um, what what is that? I feel like an no idiot. idea. <laughs> I, I, that's what I mean. I was like, yeah, I don't know. And then the last one you didn't get was Ashwick Key, a quickie. Oh, a quickie. Yeah. Damn. I don't really know why it's like Ash Quick, like Ashwick. I don't know. That well, doesn't really make sense. Well, I think really they use sense. actual words, so I think that's the problem. Yeah. Is there's like extra, either the syllables don't line up the same way or like there's extra random like sounds that don't make sense in the words. Your brain's like, wait, what? Yeah, what literally. The fuck? What is that? So next time, note to self, separate them more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. That definitely makes it a bit harder. Well, that was fun. That was really fun. I hope that we kind of gave more awareness to Bell Let's Talk. Everyone, it's January 30th this year. So if you are with Bell, please turn off iMessage if you have an iPhone or just text like literally everyone. Send multiple texts. Um, and also use the hashtag on social media because every every time it's a hashtag or every text, phone call, whatever, it's five cents. So that adds up quick. Even though none of this advice matters because this episode comes out after Bell Let's Talk Day. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> keeping that in though well hopefully you did it <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me uh whatever i hope you guys did fuck. <laughs> i think it's time to go also i definitely said well that was fun and then i was like i guess the rest of the episode was not super fun but the game was fun <laughs> i think it was fun to spread awareness there you go anyway <laughs> So on our next episode, <laughs> uh, our next episode, funnily enough, comes out two days after Family Day, which I realized very recently is not a thing in America because I don't have Family Day off this year and I'm a little bit peeved about it. If it makes you feel better, my company doesn't uh, honor Family Day as a stat, so I'll be working. What the fuck? Yep. I hope we at least get time and a half. I'm hoping so too, but I don't know. I got time and a half for Boxing Day, but I don't know if it counts the same. Because it is still... Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so it comes out two days after family day. Uh, so we thought we'd kind of keep it in the theme of that. This interesting little family February whatever shit we got going on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a theme. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, so we're actually going to be having another episode with a guest, which is super fun. Woo-hoo. I love doing episodes with guests. Yay. It's really interesting changes things up for us and uh, specifically this guest i personally haven't seen in a very long time and i miss her dearly so i am very excited yes it's a very dear high school friend of mine who i have known for so so very long and oh gosh the sh- shenanigans we used to get into in high school <laughs> and now she's a mom and it still kind of blows my mind she's actually been a mom for six years now yeah that's insane yeah her daughter's six and she's the cutest ever God. we may or may not get her to record something just because i think it would be funny ah! and so so cute uh but yeah so we're gonna talk to her she's starting her own little businessy page thing doing her Arts in her makeup and not in pretty tangs. Businessy page. Businessy page. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk to her about that and get some fun things done to our faces, which will be a mystery until then. And yes. uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. Cool. So we'll see you then. See or you then. Listen to uh, you. You'll listen to us. I mean, you'll see our faces, I guess, probably. <sighs> we're Yo, still trying to figure out this podcast thing, guys. <laughs> I was on Instagram the other day, like on the computer, and like it signs into our pages one. And I looked at our feed and I was like, yo, our aesthetic is excellent. I'm you bet. just saying. Yep. We're pretty great. That's why I said earlier, it's nice that you want to look at our faces because we're pretty <laughs> great. <laughs> we try. Anyways, thanks again, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye.
Let's talk about Bill, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about Bill. Let's talk about Bill. Let's talk about Bill. Hey guys! Thank you so much for listening to Self Title Club. To continue to support us, please visit our website at selftitledclub.com for literally everything that we have. There's a link to our bio page, our Facebook and our Instagram, and also all our full episodes to listen to. There's also a contact page which links directly to our email, contact us at selftitledclub.com. Questions, comments, feedback, or general tomfoolery will be accepted. You can also subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app or directly in iTunes, as well as on Google Play Music. And please rate and review us on iTunes because it helps other people find us, and it also helps us tailor our content to what you want to hear. We will be doing shoutouts for all the reviews we get, so keep them coming. That's all until next time. This This self-titled club meeting is now adjourned. adjourned.